0: Cameron.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I'm doing really well. How are you doing?
1: Good. Cannot complain.
0: Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us.
1: Sure, I'm excited. I'll be good. I am as
0: well. Um, Hang on one sec. Cameron Cruz, thank you so much for being here. It's great to talk to you. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. It's a a great day to to chat.
0: A neighbor of the Brief Lab in Southern Pines, North Carolina, beautiful Southern Pines, a place that's much warmer than Chicago where I live.
1: (sighs) I'm sure. I'm okay. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, I'm so glad that you're here to to talk with us because you guys have an amazing story. So, for our listeners, maybe you could just give us a little bit of background of what what is is riveter? What's that uh, thirty second?
1: Sure, love story? to. So, r riveter is a handbag company on a mission, and basically, we were found we founded the company Lisa and I did in 2011. Um, to be able to provide mobile, flexible income to military spouses, because we were military spouses ourselves. And we were kind of out in the middle of nowhere, um, trying to figure out what we're going to do with the rest of our lives. And um, we realized that nobody was coming to save us. And if we wanted anything, we were going to have to, you know, build it ourselves. So we started the company to provide that opportunity for our families and for other families in our community. And we make handbags. So military spouses get to take Their employment opportunities and their jobs with them, no matter where the military takes them. So, whether or not you're moving from Georgia to Colorado to North Carolina, you get to take that um, piecework with you so you can always have that income opportunity and always have something to plug into.
0: So cool. So, and you call them riveters, right? We do
1: Mm -hmm. remote riveters.
0: After Rosie the Riveter, I'm guessing.
1: Yes, the, the we can do it kind of empowerment icon of World War II. Um, if anybody is always like, where's the Riveter? Why does that sound so familiar? I have to is throw up the we can do it arm. And they're like, oh yeah, her.
0: Yeah, the, the old red bandana. and You're good. <laughs>
1: That's right.
0: Uh, so how many Riveters do you guys have around the country?
1: Currently, we have 45 remote Riveters working independently all over the nation. And then we have about 40 employees in our fab shop in Florida where we put everything together
0: so cool so they they sew these different parts of the bags send them to you you assemble them and then they and then they get sold online and in your store
1: Correct yep so they go all over the world um, from our our riveter.com and then our flagship store in Southern Pines which we opened pretty immediately when we got there because my husband was like you have to get out of our garage we were making all the bags um, and our, our he needed the garage, garage. bath. Yeah, he was like, "You, I need my, I need kind of my space back, and you guys need to go somewhere."
0: <laughs> and go somewhere you did. So, um, one of the places that I saw you was on Shark Tank.
1: But yeah, which is yeah, which yeah.
0: is a show that I, for for some reason, it's always on. Like when I'm in a hotel, and Shark Tank will be on, and I'll sit there and I'll and I'll be like, "I really should go to sleep, but maybe I'll just watch one more entrepreneur." Um, <laughs>
1: Yes. The hotel, the airport, like, I feel like it's always playing somewhere. It's
0: always playing. And it's so interesting. And every time I watch it, I I always, you know, I shut it off and I think, what's my awesome idea. I must have someone, (laughs) someone, some uh, in there somewhere. Um, But I, I I will say you guys, you guys rocked it on Shark Tank. I mean, it was, it was super sharp and clear, but also like really authentic. And um, I'm curious just to get a little bit of like the, the background there, because at the brief lab we talk a lot about the importance of executive summaries and we'll we'll allude to Shark Tank as like you know, you don't have much time, you gotta get the, the message out. Yeah. So how did you guys prepare for that?
1: Oh gosh. Well, first we didn't we didn't really even know if Shark Tank was right for us. I mean, Lisa and I spent a lot of time trying to decide. We got invited to apply. So somebody from Shark Tank kind of nudged us and They were like, you have a great story. You should do this. And we we're like, I don't know. We're really, are we, are we really that good? Are we that smart? Are we ready? Is our business model strong enough? So first and foremost, we had to decide like, yes, we are doing this. And then once we did, we just got to town preparing. I mean, we spent probably six months prepping the numbers at every scale, prepping our ask, and then even when we thought we were prepared, we actually did several, what we call mock tanks. So mm-hmm. actually set up with several different people that were smarter than us, you know, in our cities. so business individuals, uh, people from finance, um, our lawyer helped connect us with several, you know, just different people in their industry that would be helpful and a great resource. And we pitched a couple of those different mock tanks um just like we would you know if we were on on the show and yeah. we bombed like probably the first two and we kind of picked ourselves back up did it again and again and again and until we were like really ready.
0: I'm curious were you was this something that the show recommended that you do or were they providing some of this or was this all just your own prep?
1: Yeah it was prep like we wanted to be ready and so we just, said, okay, how do we, how do we set up that environment so that we can get that kind of practice? And um, we we set it up, we set it up on our own. Um, And then the only thing that, you know, they really help us go through is our first crafted, like elevator pitch, um, which we still write in and curate and practice, obviously. Um, But that's the only thing Shark Tank was really like, we were prepared with, and then everything else is just like an executive boardroom like there's no script
0: oh very cool I want to just take a moment to pause and remind our or help our listeners learn from what Cameron just said everyone preparation 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 they went and created mock tanks for themselves what a great idea we learn so much when we when we practice um and you guys didn't look scripted at all. Some of the Shark yeah, Tank you. things you watch, it, it's it's cute. Uh, you know, there's like a little pun or a rhyme, and you guys didn't feel that way at all.
1: It well, felt totally real. <laughs> That's and, kind of our brand, you know what I mean? And our, from our product to me and Lisa to the team that we've curated and and started to build, this authenticity and just kind of being your real self is is a lot of who our Riveter is. So
0: well, I, I I'm glad it comes out that
1: way. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I suspect that's part of your success too. Cause I think people are really hungry for just honesty, authenticity. So kudos to you. Um, I imagine doing the show aside from partnering with Mark Cuban, which is pretty cool. And people can watch the it's season seven, episode 16, if they want to check it out, it's really worth it. Uh, so you did partner with Mark Cuban. Has that been productive for you?
1: It has, you know, what's funny is we really had no idea what that relationship was going to be like, um, but it is honestly the best of both worlds. Mark is somebody who, you know, he's a pretty busy guy, so he's he really leaves us to run the business and and make the everyday decisions, and then he's there when we call him if we need him for something or we need to run something by him or make some big changes. He's he's ready to be involved, so it's he's the best of both worlds.
0: Very cool. I am curious, is that does he have like a business manager or something? Cause he, he must oh, have, yeah. his, he's got lots of, of,
1: he does. He does have a team. You know? Yeah, exactly. So he has a team of people that help manage, you know, his investments from finance to operations. And then, um, but he's really surprisingly involved. Um, cool. And he's probably, we always joke. He's like the fastest emailer we've ever met and knowing probably how many emails he gets on a daily basis. You know, he's always, he's always, He's always responding, so it's like pretty amazing.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I because I imagine doing the show. I mean, aside from getting the partnership, but just doing the show itself, has that given you guys some more notoriety? I mean, you—it's not the only thing you've done. You've been on on a number of different news media outlets. Um,
1: yeah, it just gives you that instant credibility. You know, it, it, there are so many times where we we go to interact with somebody or we go to pitch ourselves, and when you can say, you know. We're a shark tank company. We survived the tank. We got a deal. You know, we're Inc. 5000 company. We we have all of these things that we sort of built up over the years. Um, it, it's instant credibility, which is nice. But at the same time, you still have to earn that every day. So it, yeah. it does give us a little bit of that leg up. But, um, you know, when it when it comes to making a bag and giving the customer the best experience, that's something we earn every day.
0: Yeah. And you got, I mean, you guys were in a really good position going into it. To begin with, so you didn't just survive the tank. You got a lot of offers. In fact, the reason that Damon went out is because he was like, you guys don't need me. Just keep doing what you're doing and you're going to crush it.
1: Right. And at the time that was like, yeah, I don't know if that, that doesn't make any sense to us. But then of course you have, you know, we've got five more years in the business now. And it's like, I, I kind of get where he's coming from. Um, when anytime we've ever not trusted our gut from me and Lisa's perspective, or you know, if we had a big decision to make and, and maybe we faltered a little bit in the confidence of, in ourselves, we always kind of know instinctually what's the best thing for our business. And so one of the things that we've learned is just to follow our, follow our gut on that. And I don't think that can be really taught and every entrepreneur has his or her own flavor for that. So I kind of understand where he's coming from now but it is nice to have, to have a partner.
0: Well, and as someone who's worked in consulting for a long time, it's really easy to tell other people what you think they should do. It doesn't mean (laughs) the right thing. and It doesn't mean that it's easy to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so um, how's the business going now?
1: It's good. You know, we were really kind of biting our nails uh, when COVID started to shut down the world. Um, But luckily we were positioned for E-commerce and our flagship store definitely took a hit, but we were able to pivot a little bit and, and we survived COVID um, up until this point. And, um, you know, we actually have had some of our most aggressive years the last two years with a partner in QVC and kind of just, you know, putting one foot in front of the other and landing some big opportunities and being able to follow through.
0: Good for you guys. Well, and it's your, the way that you're set up seems like it would lend itself to being able to weather that storm. Definitely, talk about
1: work from home, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) is your husband still serving?
1: He is. So he's in his 22nd year and we are actually on the verge of retirement. So he's he's gonna retire from Fort Bragg here in the next um, six months. So that'll be a new chapter chapter for us. Yeah, 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 but um, he's currently active
0: what does he think of all this aside from being happy that you're not in the garage anymore?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. He said, get out of the garage. Um, he, you know, he's always been our, one of our biggest supporters as has Lisa's husband. But when we first started the company, they, I think we like, well, we'll kind of see where this goes. You know, maybe this will just be a hobby or, you know, they kind of just let him, let him take it wherever they want to. And then we started really, um, starting to try to grow the company from the garage, we put some money on our credit cards and then it was like, Whoa, okay. They're serious. Let's, let's slow down here for a second and, uh, talk about this, but you know, it's Lisa and I being business partners kind of makes our families like one big business marriage. So, um, it's nice to be in a partnership with people who share the same values and, um, are just aligned. It makes it, makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun. Um, but they've they've always been supportive yeah
0: that's great one of the things that we've been very focused on at the brief lab for the last few years is not just the issue of communicating clearly which you've you've given us some cool insights on that and elevator pitches and important situations but also how do you manage the noise in our environment
1: Um,
0: and 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 being an entrepreneur that went from a garage and now is running a, a business that's shipping stuff all around the world how do you how do you stay focused I mean I imagine there are always people throwing new ideas at you and new mm-hmm. new products that you could make should you make them so I'm, I'm curious how do you guys keep focus amidst all that noise
1: Yeah. So I think we have a big vision for where we want the company to be in the next 10 years, which is great to have that kind of roadmap. And then it's funny, like Lisa and I hold each other accountable in a lot of ways. And then our team holds us accountable so many times, Lisa and I will have this idea, like, let's go chase after this, or maybe we should do this collaboration. um, Or, you know, what if this is not working? Let's scrap it and move on. And the team A lot of times the team around us is going let's just be let's be a little bit more patient or are you sure you want to do that here's the resources that we're going to need so it's really a team effort um and everybody kind of keeping each other in check because on a daily basis you know by the hour you're pulled in so many different directions i mean all the resources that you guys share just drive that home um so it's a it's a team effort for sure
0: and are, do you feel like, um, I mean, you, you both have families, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. H- how do you maintain s- sort of some balance? Cause, cause you got a great growing business. Do you, how yeah. do you, how do you give yourself permission to step away from that, to focus on other things?
1: Well, it's that again is another sort of daily and very seasonal thing that we have to make decisions on both Lisa and I have kids. We both have two kids. Um, And then family is where our husband's job a lot of times is um, something that they can't flex around. So, you know, Lisa's husband is currently running Amazon distribution centers, like he's a regional manager at Amazon. George's job, you know, he's gone for six months at a time. He's currently on a training, you know, a training mission. So a, a lot of times we're the ones who can flex in and out of that primary parent situation. And so it's a, it's a daily grind where you have to, for me, it's a schedule. So like I keep a very, a very strict schedule in the morning, strict schedule in the evening. And then my days are kind of flexible what I'm working on for our Riveter at their family needs. Um, but otherwise, if I didn't have kind of a schedule that I was, um, rooted in, I would be a hot mess. <laughs>
0: that, that's kind of your
1: anchor. Yeah. Yeah. I think so.
0: I'm curious in that in that schedule, either in the morning or evening, do you, do you find sort of quiet time for yourself to reflect oh, yes. or think oh, or read yes. or what's, what's your, what's your non-negotiable stuff that you have to keep in that routine?
1: Non-negotiable is some kind of cardio. Um, <laughs> I, working out keeps me grounded and sane and centered and, uh, it makes me the best me for my kids and for, you know, the team, um, the company and my husband,
0: very cool it's a good time to think too isn't it
1: yes, yes.
0: or not think just sort of yeah
1: <laughs> depending on what's brain. needed right right <laughs> yeah.
0: maybe think about other things that aren't sort of as urgent it, it, that that's sort of how I I think about it um well great Cameron it, it's it's so good to talk to you um thank you for taking a little bit of time I'm excited to to be partnering with you um you guys are going to be building some cool stuff for the brief lab and some of our, our materials that we'll be shipping out to our for our coursework so more on that You mm-hmm. look out for that um congratulations on an awesome business best of luck with everything and uh we'll see you in southern pines
1: yes thank you
0: all right take care